This week brings a little bit more clarity, a little bit more harmony, a little more balance, love, and of course, a little scooch, a little smidge, a little pinch of cosmic chaos to keep it spicy for us. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my baddies. It's your girl, your high-vibe hype woman, cosmic consultant, celestial, strategist to the stars. And P.S. That is you. You are the stars. Maddie Murphy. How the hell are we? How the hell are we? I can't wait to get into this week's podcast. This is our second week of dropping it on Monday, Monday, Monday. And I must say, I got to start off the pod right at the top of it and saying big, big thank you for two things. Thank you for all the birthday love, um, the solar return love, so many DMs, messages, gifts, gifs, memes, some care packages, some love packages that I am just blown away by. You know, I think years ago, I used to be like, my birthday doesn't matter. My birthday doesn't matter because I realized I'm like, well, I don't need like the big, you know, elaborate group dinner or a big thing in that way that <laughs> I'm just like, no, everyone do not perceive me. It's fine. But then I think um, sometime in my thirties, I was like, wait, no, I actually really do love my birthday in terms of a day just to like feel the love. Like, oh my God, it feels so good to receive. And I was trying to spend my birthday very intentionally. And this year was definitely that because my family threw me the most epic mother blessing. It was double blessings for me, baby Scorpio, blessing my mother who birthed me on that day. It was like so gorgeous. I'll definitely be posting about that. And just like ritual ceremony, I cannot, in honor of the end of Virgo season, I just got to give a, a minute, a shout out to like this episode sponsored by Rituals and Ceremonies. It feels so good to drop in when you have a big life change, whether that's good, bad, hard, heartful, like loving, or just <laughs> we're loathing it. Whatever the experience is, there's something about having a ritual, a ceremony to digest the experience. And it's really a container for our intentions. So Shout out to all of you. Thank you. And, and shout out to Rituals. Other thing I want to say thank you for is this is the second week of the Monday Drop Monday. Um, we're switching. We're, we're a Monday brand now, baby. And you know what that corporate ease means is that we want to support you on Mondays to get you through your week. The Monday, we're reclaiming the moon. We work for the moon, not the man. And so many of you just had like great feedback. So many of you with Virgo placements were like, thank God, like Monday, this just makes so much sense for us to start off the week. Um, or a lot of you were like, I don't even have time to listen until this, until Monday. So thank you for that. It just feels good. It feels right. It's like putting on, ooh, like just those pair of like jeans. Do we even wear jeans? Putting on the pair of like jeans or boots or pleather pants that just fits you in all the right places. So it feels good to be here. Today, we're going to be talking about, we're wrapping up Virgo season here. And we're going to kind of end the week by dipping into the Libra waters, or should I say the Libra air. <laughs> and I will be, you know, at the time of this, my baby moon. So yay me. 
And I'm going to be pre-recording next week's episode pretty early um, because I'll be away and don't know what the Wi-Fi situation is going to be. But in terms of this week ahead, we're really shifting, right? Like Mercury is direct. There is just some new forward motion in the air. We're also kind of officially in like the pre-check-in boarding area for eclipse season. I'm going to break down what all that means in a minute, obviously, in planetary planning. First, I will get into Virgo announcements. Big Virgo announcement is so many of you have already enrolled for Cosmic Boss. And Cosmic Boss is just an amazing program. It's going to be mostly self-guided, a three-month program, but we are going to do an opening ceremony with me, a closing ceremony with me. And the difference is we have an amazing community manager. Um, She is like a a cosmic TA, uh, just wealth of knowledge, Maggie, who also helps you in office hours, answer any questions you have about the program. And it's really going through the 12 archetypes within your chart and learning about them for who you are, what you need in terms of self-care, in terms of structure, systems, superpowers. And then we're also teaching you, based on those archetypes, uh, just tools for either launching an offering, growing and scaling a business, or just stepping into more of a heart-centered leadership position in your in your current life or in where you want to go. And it's really a life-changing program. It's such a good foundational, like, huge way of understanding <clears throat> your whole chart and how to integrate it. And again, it's all for you to have your own access, do it at your own pace. Um, and then in a community of really international cosmic baddies who are super inspiring, encouraging, um, have so much of their own access and connections. And I love seeing what the cosmic bosses co-create together. And like, that's part of the magic of this. So it's part of our Astro Academy. Um, so let's all hang out in the Cosmic Cafeteria. Let's swap notes. Let's just play MASH together. And let's just do the damn thing, right? Like this is how we begin to learn the ways in which we are here to create the new paradigm we want to live in. The old ways of leadership, business, even self-development, they're outdated, right, baby? We're on, we're on, we're on the new, the 2.0 here, <laughs> know what level of of the system upgrade we're on, but it's new. So if you're interested in doing any of that, especially this fall, you're ready. You want to make this next year different. You want to do something with all of these gifts you have, but maybe you need the focus or you need support or accountability. I invite you into that container. Enrollment's open now. You can click the link in bio. And then the other Virgo announcement, I got a lot of really great feedback I have a lot of applications in for the Get Shit Done Day, uh, Virgo VIP Day. So this is something I've only done with past mentees before, but I thought opening it up, if you are someone like, yeah, who just <laughs> needs a body double or it has like, imagine the work I could get done if I locked myself in a cosmic cave for a day and had someone just to keep me, you know, bounce ideas off of, get shit done, execute things. Welcome. Welcome to the Get Shit Done Day. The application link is is in the show notes, but this is like really, we do a little check-in before we have um, a full day. I think it's like 10 to three Eastern time. And we just like, I invite you to go to a coffee house, someone, a co-working space, get out of your normal zone. And we just plan out the next six months of your life, your biz, your brand. And we, we do it all. We do the celestial strategy. We do the practical 
getting organized, prioritizing, putting things on paper for you. And of course, there's sprinkles of magic in there. What are some of the rituals, practices, meditations that you can use to help you, right? Really like be in alignment for those six months. So if you're interested in that, that is is there, that is in the link in bio. And besides that, you know, we have to do the Batty Bundle winner. So Batty Bundle winner, this is if you want to leave a review for the podcast, we super appreciate it. You can leave it on iTunes and include your Instagram handle, or you can screenshot your review on Spotify, slide into our DMs at the Cosmic RX. And this is to win three free months of our premium content to our Lunarverse, our moon-based community, which there is so much stuff there. If y'all don't know about the Lunarverse, go check it out. We have obviously a community of baddies from all over the world who are chatting, sharing recommendations, like hyping each other up. It's so cool. And then we do two calls a month, a new moon call with me, a full moon call led by someone in the community. We have a monthly moon guide, which is like 80 pages of astro information, rituals, tarot card spreads, horoscopes. And now we're also adding more premium content there from our newsletter, bonus premium content from this podcast. So go check it out or leave a rating review to win it, win access, because we love, we love a free energy, right? Like we love just getting a gift from the universe. So this week's winner, let's talk about it. All boat, no paddles. (laughs) I don't know why it cracks me up. Okay. All Boat No Paddle says such a staple for astrology. My favorite astrology source and podcast. Love my weekly energy reports. I have learned so much about my chart and feel like she is a friend. Thanks, Maddie. Oh, that's exactly how I want you all to feel. Your chart is, it's its your map to your heart. It's your friend. It's your guide. It's like, I look at my chart and I almost feel like it's like how my spirit guides, my higher self really communicate with me. So we love that. So All Boat No Paddle, slide to our DMs at the Cosmic Rx. And we will get you that discount code. And thank you for your review. We so appreciate it. So if astrology isn't real, let's talk about things happening the week behind. And listen, I'm going to say something. I record these pods now on Wednesday and they come out on Monday. So I just, I just don't know. Like I'll say something. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. So last week I was like, oh, I think end of Venus retrograde, uh, Joe Jonas and this whole Joe Jonas thing. And uh, Sophie Turner, like, might not work out. And then, of course, everything just, like, implodes. <laughs> and so much, like, problematic stuff, I think, coming out from the, the camp of Joe Jonas about, like, I think he was trying to – it was just weird. There was, like, mom shaming, woman shaming. It, it was just getting a little ugly. Um, And I feel like, again, I didn't have that information last week. So then I did do a deep dive. And all I'll say about this is no one on Joe Jonas's camp – no one has an astrologer. Please, guys, hire a cosmic consultant. It doesn't have to be me, but listen, our boy here, looking at Joe Jonas's chart, I realize we talked about this a little bit, but he is Leo's son. And I'm just going to say that with this Venus Leo, Venus retrograde energy, again, like everything is just not going to go as you appear. We're still in, as you want, as you intend. We are still in the shadow for the next month. Mercury is retrograde and making big announcements and doing things that to me felt like I have a lot of friends in PR. It felt like this was a very organized PR attack on Sophie Turner. It backlashed, it backlashed big time. And so again, hire an astrologer, hire a cosmic consultant, because we will tell you 
that this is not a good time to to make such announcements. And he does have his Mercury is in Virgo, like me, hello. And he has a little Virgo stellium there of Mercury, Venus, Mars. And I would just have advised him, it's in his 12th house, if this time is correct, just to say, "Mm -mm -mm, let's just keep this quiet. Let's just play this easy. Obviously, we have to go our separate ways. That's fine. But there has been a lot of anti-Joe Jonas sentiment on the TikToks. And everyone is definitely uh, letting him know. I'll leave it on that. And last week, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. And then moving forward, for some of the planet, uh, the astrology isn't real moments that you all sent me, there was a lot of like Pluto and Aquarius vibes going on in the headlines. And Pluto is technically in Capricorn now, but it already activated. It went March 23rd through June 11th. And then it's going to go back in January 2024. But technically, like once Pluto moves into a sign to start a new era, we're already seeing, we're seeing a lot. We're, we're in this in-between. We're closing out a lot of Pluto and Capricorn things, and we're opening up to new Pluto and Aquarius things. Some of the headlines I saw is scientists have grown a human embryo without sperm and an egg. What? They restructured, I guess, human stem cells in Israel, and they produce a structure that looked like a real 14-day-old embryo. Obviously, there is a lot of things to unpack here, a lot of ethical things. There's, you're not allowed to international law to make a human from this, but there is something, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. But I was like, wow, that is Pluto and Aquarius. There's even enough hormones in this little embryo, um, yeah, to, to, I guess, cause a positive pregnancy test. And then the other, we saw Google um, really is facing off with the Justice Department right now. The DOJ is accusing Google, it has been for a while, of manipulating and dominating the online search and digital ad market. And I always, during Mercury Retrograde, I always have interesting things coming out about these big tech companies, the big social media companies. And right here in the heart of um, Mercury Retrograde, right on the Kazemi day, it was like, the 10-week trial in D.C. began, and this is the biggest tech monopoly trial since the 1990s when the DOJ sued Microsoft. So this is like Pluto and Aquarius, big daddy energy coming for like Google of like being the Internet's gatekeeper, having a little too much power, right? Pluto is power, and Pluto will show us where power is being used, misused, abused, manipulated. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens there as we move forward. And then the last Pluto and Aquarius story, it feels positive, but we never know because things could go in a lot of different directions. But I did see that Lyft, who is obviously the rideshare company and rideshare companies technically fall under kind of like the tech category innovation. They introduced a new feature. I think it's called like Women Plus Connect. And you can choose, let's say women and non-binary riders choose uh, gender preference, like to match themselves. They can feel safer. Who knows how it's going to work out. But this is kind of what, again, Pluto and Aquarius is just going to be giving us these different programs, initiatives, things that are really like more mainstream where we're looking at things quite literally beyond the binary, looking at things in a more progressive lens. So those were just some Pluto and Aquarius moments I spotted this week. And of course, join our cosmic community, the Lunarverse. I love hearing your hot takes on the if astrology isn't real moments there. It gives me lots of inspo. And again, I am merely but one person. So it's fun. It's fun to see like the articles you come across. 
Who wants to talk about the moon? I do. Let's talk about the moon report. Let's talk about what we can expect for this week ahead and how we can use it to really align with our emotional center. Okay, so the day the pod drops, Monday, Monday on the 18th, we have a Scorpio moon day. Who's excited for that? So Scorpio moon day starts super early in the morning and it brings us through the 19th and then into the 20th until about 10 a.m. Eastern time. So Scorpio moon days, here's the thing. We're going to want to go deep those days. Scorpio moon days might show you the thing that you've been burying and not addressing. And it's like, let's bring it up to the surface. Scorpio moon days, you might feel called to investigate something, go down a rabbit hole on Wikipedia or Reddit. I mean, do so with caution, but it does feel good to do a deep dive. Scorpio moon days are great for focus. We have that like Pluto Mars energy where you can really like get after something. And it's also a great day to explore our sacred sensuality. Um, If you need a little mojo upgrade, if you need to remember that you are the hottest bad bitch you know, Scorpio moon days make time for a gorgeous self-pleasure practice, wear like your fanciest lingerie under your outfit just because, or do whatever makes you feel sensual. That's for you. That's your personal journey, baby. But Scorpio moon days are like, I'll take you there. The things we're going to look out for on those days are Scorpio moon days can make us a little bit more mm, jealous, or we can have it like paranoia, paranoia, everybody's out to get me vibe. And so we just want to kind of check ourselves with like, what do we actually know in the situation? What are the facts here versus the feeling? Pay attention to your intuition, track that shit for sure. But maybe we don't like jump on any conclusions. We're going to kind of sit with it, tend to ourselves, take notes and kind of just see how it all needs to play out because sometimes we're not always seeing clearly on interpersonal matters on those days. Then on that day on Wednesday, we go into a Sag moon at 10 a.m., we're here Thursday and we're here into Friday and a Sag Moon Day until 420, 420 man, on Friday the 22nd. So these Sag Moon Days are like, however low you go to Scorpio Moon Day or how deep you dig on those days is like how potentially high you may fly on a Sag Moon Day or how expansive you may feel from whatever that inner exploration was. And so Sag Moon Days, we can definitely access a little bit more buoyancy, optimism, fun, inspiration. We might feel a little restless those days. So maybe do something that's going to like pique your interest, mix up your daily routine, go check out a new neighborhood like adjacent to yours, but the one you don't go to a lot, you know, check out that like funky new restaurant you've been wanting to check out book a ticket to a museum or to see like a foreign film, something that just expands your world view on those days. It's going to feel really good. Things we're going to look out for. Sometimes on Sag Moon Days, we can be accidentally a little blunt and just say everything that comes to our mind. So I'm just going to invite you to do like the one, two, three pause, one, two, three eyes on me before we jump to say anything because we don't even mean it to come out bad but sometimes it's like whoops and then we can't really control alt delete undo those things so we're just going to think before we talk on sag moon days really every day but especially those days then friday 4 20 p.m eastern time 
the moon moves into Capricorn. And then we have a cap moon weekend, basically, because all day Saturday into Sunday evening. So cap moon weekend. And at this point, Libra, the sun will move into Libra. So Libra is going to bring in that balance, that beauty, a little bit of fresh air into our relationships, especially energy we talked about. But the cat moon energy that weekend is going to ask us to, yeah, like get down to business in some way. Is there something we've been procrastinating on? Summer really does go until the fall equinox. And now the fall equinox um, is here. And there may be an energy of like, my dad always said, like summer of love, autumn of industry. And he's not like a corporate guy at all. Like he's always worked for himself, and like super rogue. But I love like, autumn industry, it just kind of means like, okay, we take all that inspiration of the summer and then we ground down into something for the fall and we get ready to, you know, make that harvest. And I love fall. I do. I love my Libras. I love my like fall energy, crisp leaves, sweater weather, and we ease into it, but there can be something this Capricorn moon weekend where we get to take care of something, something, a routine we have to get back to, something we've been procrastinating on. It will feel good. It will make space. And just kind of doing something where you're getting to be your own authority, your own leader, where you're saying like, hey, I can really rely on myself. It feels good. And then the thing we're going to look out for at Capricorn Moon Days is it's still a weekend, baby. It's still the freaking weekend, baby. So please do not sign up to, you know, completely overhaul your whole like CRM system for your business or to like start a whole business in a weekend um, because all work and no play. Not good. And Capricorn is actually the sign of work hard, play hard. Capricorn loves some luxury, loves some treat culture, loves to work hard for something and then put it down the laptop, you know, and enjoy like after that climbing the mountain, the mountain goat, uh, have a little après, après ski energy. So make sure to make time to also enjoy um, the fruits of your labor on the weekend. So that brings us into planetary planning. What is going on this week? What are we prepping for? What's the vibe? So we're coming off of Mercury stationing direct. Hallelujah. And we're in the Mercury retrograde shadow until the 30th. And we're still in that Venus retro shade. So we're out. We're direct. We're finally, we have some forward motion, forward momentum. There's a little integration period from the shadow, of course. But we're also really getting to think about like, okay, what did I learn from those retrogrades? What did I learn from everything that happened, especially since like middle of July? It's inventory taking time. And then, you know, it's a quiet week astrologically, but then we head into the sun entering Libra towards the end of the week, which also coincides with the fall equinox. And so Libra as a cardinal season always kicks off a new season in in nature. And so as we get ready to enter this Libra sun energy, I asked you in the week ahead of that, like, how can we soak up also the last few drops of summer and whatever summer means to us and reflecting on the summer that was definitely a little weird for sure. The Venus retrograde, Mercury retrograde crossover. But can you do something, right, where you're really calling in your light, honoring your light, honoring your inner warmth, your sunshine, taking stock of what you were called to reflect on, redo, review in terms of your values, love, your art, creativity, confidence, worthiness, self-expression, 
all those Leo things and Venus, and then also Mercury and Virgo, where you're being called to operate your life with a little bit more streamlining, organization, efficiency, self-care, owning that boss witch energy. And then as we go into the fall equinox, as we go into Libra season, it's like, oh, okay, time to bring it all back into balance. And, you know, I love my, my Libras, my luscious lovers. They are ruled by Venus. It's air. So there's sort of this elevated quality that comes in for Libra season. And I want us all to think about this Libra season is rebalancing, especially to our relationships, almost like taking the lessons from Venus retrograde, applying them. And then we're going to go into our first solar eclipse, our first eclipse, our first Libra eclipse. We had an Aries eclipse in the spring, but this is kicking off the first activation of the Libra South node. So there's going to be a new moon solar eclipse on October 14th. And we know that solar eclipses are new moons on steroids and it's conjunct the south node. So there's going to be a big opportunity to really finally release yourself from some old karma around Libra themes. So relationships, our just connection to the other, our concept of beauty, fairness, justice. I imagine some things will come out in the news around this time around larger stories around that. And also money, Libra can connect us to that worthiness and like there's old karma being cleared. Probably got a heads up during Venus retrograde of what that was going to be. And then now as we kind of enter the pre-boarding area for the eclipses, so in terms of the eclipse, the heart of the eclipse is October 14th to October 28th. And that's going between Libra and Taurus. So we have a double Venus ruled eclipse. So what does that show us? What is the mystic message in that? It's that a lot of themes around love, money, relationships, worthiness are going to be present for us in October. And then working backwards from there, we can say, okay, so now two weeks out is when we start to really get ready for the eclipse. Like we are, we're boarding the plane, we're boarding the rocket ship. Um, we've checked the bags, right? Seats are in the upright and locked position. We have our snacks. We have our, our Kindles books downloaded. We're ready to go. And the two weeks out is when we like stop all active manifestation, ritual work, and we get ready to go into the heart of the eclipse, which lasts those two weeks. So I said, October 14th, the 28th. Here we're at now kind of a month, a month, a little less than a month out. Well, I guess it's, it's less than how this podcast comes out. It's we're in the pre, we're in the, we're in, we're at the gate. We're, we're checking in. So I just pay attention. Things might start fluttering. Things might start coming up that feel like, hmm, it's a little ripple. It's a little weird. Something, Something's going on. We're going to pay attention to that because again, the more we can have awareness, the more we can have consciousness around where our soul wants to take us and what we're being called to shed, release, what we're being called to rebirth, own, begin, it helps us kind of release resistance around it and really trust it and let the eclipse energy, let our guides, let our higher self take us to where we're meant to go. All of that, we're paying attention this week to like really reflecting, right? We're doing our prerequisite homework to get ready for eclipse season as we enter the boarding area, enter the terminal for eclipse takeoff. And you know, with Libra season and with the equinox, it's a great time I love performing rituals all the time, like I mentioned before, but especially at the start of the season. So if you would like to kick off the autumn equinox, to kick off Libra season 
I really invite you just to think about again, like life is cyclical. There's endings and beginnings happening all the time and really celebrating, you know, the end of summer, moving into autumn. And really like, if you think about traditional imagery around autumn, what is it? It's like the cornucopia, the harvest, the pretty leaves, the PSL baby. Um, but no, for real, like the, the cornucopia is really represented of like the abundance in our life. And, and we know Maybon um, is a pagan mid-harvest festival that is celebrated with communal feasting, dancing, rituals. So there's such a wisdom of just connecting into the seasons, connecting into nature. And, you know, working with the wheel of the year is super cool. So it's super cool, baby. So I invite you to think of a ritual like that's just for honoring gratitude and the abundance of your life. So you can make a list of like, where are 10 things in your life you feel super abundant on, like super areas of just life that you're like, oh, I feel that. I feel the divine providence. I feel the prosperity of the universe moving through me. I love to do something that's like spending time in nature, um, just sitting in a quiet place, reflecting, journaling, just watching the changes. And it might not be totally happening for you. I have the pleasure of getting to go up to Vermont for a wedding. And I'm like, Ooh, I wonder if the leaves will be changing a little bit. Watching a sunset is a great time to just like kind of take in the sun's energy and acknowledge like that transition that the sun makes every day and soaking that up. You can have a big feast for yourself or other people like cook up the seasonal vegetables, check out what's going on at the local farmer's market. Like what's, what's coming out of the earth right now. You know, in terms of intentional cooking, I'm not the biggest cook, but I feel like if you turn the lights down, light some candles, put on good music and just take your time with preparing a nice meal, it's such an act of self-care. It's such a meditation. And then again, you might want to do a release ritual, a fire ceremony. You might want to set up an autumn equinox altar of some things that like make you kind of remind you of fall, of honoring that time. Um, it could have back to school items on it, crystals you're drawn to apples, acorns, squash, if you want. But basically, you know, just some very high level your rituals, you get to be the own artist, co-creator, author of your rituals. But I just invite you again, like I said in the beginning, rituals are really a container to help us digest, integrate an experience we had, and then drop into the intentionality, the presence of the threshold we're entering. And as we go into this Libra season, it's a big one. It's a big one because of these eclipses, right? We haven't had a Libra South Node eclipse in 18 years. Um, so big things are happening, especially for my, you know, Aries Libra placements. And I just feel like ritual really grounds us to prepare for that takeoff. It prepares us to really enjoy that journey of wherever the eclipses are taking us. So tag us in your rituals, tag us at the Cosmic Rx. We love to see it. And also we love seeing, we just kicked off last week, your Monday Rx, hashtag Monday Rx, of seeing like, how do you make Monday, Monday a little bit more intentional, a little bit more sacred, a little bit more celebratory, a little bit more mystical, instead of just, you know, we don't want to live that life where we're just living for the weekend or living for summer or living for the next vacation. We want to enjoy every day, make every day feel that way. And, you know, Monday, one of the most maligned days of the week, we want to reclaim that because every day is sacred. And when you're living in presence, in right relationship, in awe and wonder, in really like in this collaborative space with 
the moon, the cosmos, nature, we can just carve out that magic, that joy, that whatever it is, nourishing energy that we need every day. So Monday RX, tag us, whether it's your, you know, if you're journaling, if you're doing a little like Monday reset, if you stop and have like a hot cup of something cozy outside, if you're cuddling with your pets, it's just like, how do you make your Mondays more intentional? Tag us Monday RX and also tag us if you end up doing a ritual for the fall equinox for Maybon. I would love to see it. I get such inspiration. I'm so visual. And again, it's a nice reminder that like, even though maybe we're all a little bit like spread all over the world, a lot bit, and we hang out in this digital sphere and we have these deep parasocial relationships <laughs> that we're also connected through ritual. And it, it just makes me feel so yummy and so grounded and so embodied and so grateful. And I am grateful for all of you, like I said at the beginning. So sending you all love, tag us in your rituals, and I will see you next week. I will pre-record this early, but I will see you next week for our energy report. And in the meantime, I'm sending you so much love, wrapping you in stardust, sending you those big Maybon fall equinox blessings. May this next season bring in the biggest checks yet, the hottest, juiciest sex yet. You know that's what we're about here. Bye-bye. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.